Thank you for joining us for live paranormal radio. From the paranormal to the unexplained, it all happens here. It all happens here. Looking to enhance your radio experience? Participate in our live video chat 24-7 with our live paranormal radio show hosts and other like-minded people. Live. Paranormal.com, the only interactive social chat room supported by Full Interaction Media. Stop by now and join the fun. Stop by now and join the fun. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Spooky Stuff Radio on LiveParanormal.com. My name is Alex, and I am your host for tonight. This is a little short show, as usual. We go for about 25 minutes, and we talk about all things spooky right before live Paranormal Radio or Paranormal Spotlight Radio. After this, I probably should check and make sure I actually know what this show was called after mine. Anyway, so each week, usually I talk about, you know, spooky news, uh, like celebrity ghost interactions or some major paranormal news that happens and tonight we are going in a different direction and actually this is more of a direction I want to take I want to do this way more often than what I'm doing right now I have an author on the show tonight Erin Taylor just released her latest book Sleeping Among Spirits Sleeping in the Nation's Most Haunted Locations and I am so excited to talk to Erin about uh, her new book and what inspired it and all that good stuff and Richard S. Kep wrote the foreword for her book, and if you have read my book, One Bed Over, then you've probably seen Richard S. Kep wrote the foreword for that book, too. So he is an icon in the paranormal community, and when I saw that he wrote the foreword, I was like, oh, yeah, I definitely need to check this book out. Um, but also, Erin is a beautiful individual, beautiful human being. Uh, she is absolutely brilliant with what she does in the paranormal. She makes so many contributions to the field that only make us better. So I'm so excited to have Erin on the show for a multitude of reasons. And I'm without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and bring her on the air. So Erin, welcome to the Spooky Stuff Radio. Hi, thank you so much. And thank you for that introduction. I feel so flattered. Well, you know, I gotta I gotta tell the truth, you know, because you are yeah, awesome. I yeah, I mean, when I found out you were, you were interested in being on the show, I was like, oh heck yeah! So <laughs> yeah, so let's let's dive into your book. Um, yeah, so a uh, question, and I apologize, mm-hmm. I have not done the best of research um, on your on your previous work besides what you've contributed to like Haunted Magazine and. Um, all those places. So is this your first book? This is. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, I'm, okay. Yeah, I'm I'm relatively new uh, to writing. And actually, um, The Last Morbid Curious that you're in as well, Volume 5, um, that was the first published work that I had had. So I'm, I'm a baby author, if you if you call that. Wow. I, I mean, yeah, I saw your piece in the Morbid Curious and I was like, wow, that's awesome. <laughs> and um, yeah, so it's really, it's really amazing that you've been able to like, I mean, yeah, you're a baby author, but you're like 
you're go you're going like it takes me like three years to write a book and once a year maybe submit something to like feminine macabre or morbid curious but it's like if i do feminine macabre then morbid curious no or vice versa so uh you're you're doing amazing right now and hitting the ground running thank you yeah, what was nice about, well, sleeping with um, among spirits is that I was kind of writing it as I go um, with each location. There's um, 15 locations in there. And, yeah, definitely a lot of a lot of overnights. It was funny overnights. But then it was, I, I had to just do it on the go because I probably would have been three years later still still writing. Right. Um, but that's also my hyper focus too. <laughs> yeah, I hear that. Um, yeah, so what inspired you to write the book? So was it a situation where you were going to these locations and the idea just kind of came to you? Or did you kind of go out and say, okay, I want to write a book on this topic and I'm going to go find the locations to do it? So funny Sorry. Um, did you read Richard's the the ghost road trip book? Yes. Road trip? Long time ago. Yes. Okay. So I was on that and it was ten nights of road tripping and of course my stubborn butt is staying up, not sleeping, and by the ninth night I'm getting tired. I mean I'm at I'm at Fort Mifflin. There's footsteps walking around me, and I'm just not caring. I'm at Bel Air House. There's something in my room. I'm like, okay, whatever, as long as you just don't wake me. By the time we got to Sally House, we were like, okay, we're going to take a nap. Uh, It was like two and a half hours later. I slept in Sally House's floor. This is a presumed demonic house, and I slept there. And... I mean, that's just how tired I was. So I had made a joke um, later online. I was like, you know, if I were to write a book, I I would just make a writing of places that you could sleep. And, of course, Richard, you know, being all encouraging, was like, yeah, you should do it. And um, Sam Baltrusis was like, yeah, you should do it. And, of course, they're both people that I really admire. And I'm like, yeah, I should do it. And then I, I just jumped into it. Um, nice. And then it just kind of just kind of transpired. Oh, that's amazing. Okay. Nice. And that's awesome that you were getting encouragement from like Richard and Sam and um yeah, that's that's great that you were you had the idea and you were getting the validation to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were either encouraging me or kind of just prodding me on just to see how far I would go. No. Mm-hmm. Um, no, they were they're both really great. Yeah. Okay, that's awesome. Um, yeah. So let's let's dive into some of the locations uh, that is covered in your that are covered. Well, is our I'm a writer. I know grammar. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So let's. Uh, so out of the fifteen locations that you went to, which one would you say would be your favorite? Oh. Gosh, I don't even know if I could narrow down a favorite. I mean, I had a – if I had to narrow down, like, versus sleep, um, I mean, hands down, the Casamera down in Las Vegas, New Mexico, 
best sleep ever, but it's all residual energy. We really didn't have a whole lot that happened there, but probably as far as action-wise, that would have been the Hinsdale um, house in New York where, I mean, there was knocking and banging and everything this way and that, but they were all definitely special in one way or another. I mean, they're not, there's not locations where I'm like, yeah, I wouldn't go there again. Um, well, maybe I would because of some of the prices element, but. Mm. Yeah, I hear that. Some of these, some of these locations are a little pricey. Um. <laughs> this is not a cheap hobby. No, no, it's not. It's, it's really not like, because, you know, I have, these big ideas on like, oh, I want to go investigate in 2023 and I want to do it more, you know, now that I won't be planning a wedding next year and I'm looking at the prices and I'm like, between travel and the fee to go uh-huh. and I'm and the equipment and because I'm trying to like amplify what I have and I'm just like, ah, yo, this, this is like, like this is my, almost getting as expensive as my wedding and that's saying something. So... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I totally, I totally feel you. I mean, I just did the wedding, my wedding three years ago, and it, uh, it definitely rivaled that. You know, it, I don't even want to know how much I spent in the last six months. Someone asked me, might have been my husband too, but poor guy, and it's like I don't even, nope, don't even want to know. Plug your ears and go la la la, and <laughs> you know, proceed. <laughs> Um, yeah, but then I need research. Yep, yep. Well, and, and research also costs money, too, because sometimes you have to, you know, either you're paying for the newspapers.com subscription or you have to pay for, like, access to some documents. Um, yeah, it's a, it, this, can be, this can be a bit of an expensive hobby for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Right. I, mean, that's, I mean, that's the one thing where – I mean, we host, my team hosts public investigations, I mean, because, you know, well, we've got to fund these, you know, equipment and our travels and stuff and, you know, trying to explain to people who are beginners, it's like, hey, you know, some, if it's a free thing, you probably want to, probably want to question the validity of it. Just saying. Right, right. Yeah. Nice. Um yeah, so I guess let's see. Um, so you mentioned Hinsdale House was really active. Um, I guess my next question would be, when your readers, you know, dive into this book, what are some key takeaways or lessons that you want them to walk away with when they're when they're done? Well, I think one of the things that I I would like people to um, take away is that. You know, you should, you know, not to feel so vulnerable in a perceived haunted location where, you know, when we go to sleep is when we're vulnerable. I mean, when we think about, like, babies, babies is usually they want to feel safe and trust. You know, there's this developmental stage of trust versus mistrust, and the baby is going to want to feel comfortable to sleep. It's just like a human. We're going to want to feel comfortable to sleep where... You, you know, any like I say you, I was in the general that they they can sleep in these locations 
And sure, there can be someone or something walking around, but also, you know, how, and I'm not saying like they could go and sleep at it, you know, because I don't, I, I'm, you know, I, I got, you know, I had my experiences, you know, 15 nights, but also to be curious to say, hey, you know, I can, I can do that. I can stay there. Um, baby sleep in numbers. So if there is an experience, they've got backup. So. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, I mean, I've had some for, you know, I can speak through something and someone else has an experience. So that's just saying it's to be able to give it a chance, not to let, you know, stories dictate. And that's, and that's a really great point, too, is, you know, letting or, or giving space for people to have those experiences um, and not, like, necessarily taint each other with, like, oh, you know, with, uh, you know, in this location, you're going to feel like you're being strangled or people have, you know, seen demons in this, um, in this place. And uh, <laughs> seldom, seldom do I really ever have experiences that line up with the reported activity. I don't know, maybe I'm just weird, but um, <laughs> so on that note, um, with, with, what would you say would be some of the more um, interesting experiences that you had, like, with, you know, within the 15 locations? Like, maybe it was just, even if it was, like, one place or two places. Um, yeah, what were the most interesting experiences that you had? Well, give me one second to kind of narrow that down. I mean, one that definitely jumps out uh, was at the Hinsdale house where, um, and I cover this all in the book as well, but we had Sam and another investigator, Sarah, both under a um, a double S session, um, both saying the same thing at the same time. Um, neither one of them were on the same frequency. Um, meanwhile, I'm seeing a um, figure through the lens of my camera um, in the mirror in the closet, kind of poking in and out. All of this is going on at the same time. Um, I ended up sleeping in there that night. Nothing happened. That was a disclosure. But... It was just really interesting because the voices on the Estes were very, very negative, but the figure that I was seeing was almost small and almost childlike. There had been reports of a little girl up there, too. So I almost felt like maybe that was her, maybe trying to get in versus, like, whatever was going out there. I don't know. Again, it was all it was all speculation. It was just really interesting that the two of them were getting the exact same um, exact same things. Yeah, because um, that normally doesn't happen unless like maybe they're on a splitter. Right. Yeah. Because I mean, if they were on the splitter, I can totally see how maybe they both heard the same thing, but if they were on two different boxes, I mean, what are the odds that the, that the spirit box would be doing the sweep, like identical, the two would be doing identical sweeps, you know? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, it was very, very intense and very emotional. 
I um, bet. I've I've heard a lot of stuff about Hinsdale House, so that's I don't want to say that's surprising. Or that's not surprising, but it's like <laughs> I'm not surprised because I keep hearing like these types of things happening at Hinsdale House. Yeah, I I I actually really I really enjoyed it. Um, for again, another place that has a label to it. Um, but it's kind of like Sally House. Um, we, you know, we went there again because you know I slept through it the last time, so went through there again. Um, but I didn't really have, you know, anything to report. One of my investigators, she was on the phone with her husband, and she saw a mist, you know, go, you know, upstairs. And she's a pretty skeptical person by nature, but you know, myself, I didn't. I didn't really have anything in there. So, again, I think it's, you know, like you were saying earlier, it's, you can't really say, hey, you're going to have this, you're going to have that. And I traditionally walk in, you know, I'm, I'm not saying, oh, yeah, this is all going to happen. So I'm more gleeful. I'm like the dopey person who was down with a big grin on my face when something actually happens. So. Nice. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of the same way. I get <laughs> I get a bit giddy when activity happens. I mean, sometimes I'm like, um, what? Ooh, that's cool. So <laughs> I kind of go through like a little bit of roller coaster of emotions there. Um, yeah, that's that's really interesting, especially when you have that situation where, honestly, I, I and, and this is and this is my theory, and I love to hear your theory too. I feel like we it's it's like a I guess a two-way street. Um, you know, we go into these places and we, I guess we sort of do get the experience that we expect in a way, but also I feel like these locations, especially ones that are as active as like the Sally house or the Hinsdale house, like they, it, it, it adjusts itself to what your comfort level is. And well, sometimes, mm -hmm. um, cause I've read, I've read, you know, I've read Richard's work on these places too. Um, but I feel like they, they, I guess what I'm trying to say is, is like they react to the individual person, uh, if mm -hmm. that makes sense. Right. I, no, I totally um, get what you're saying where, you know, I've had my own theories, especially about the personality of the person too. And I mean, you might be aware, like my background's in mental health and there's been, you know, some theories about like, even if like a person has mental illness, like vulnerability factors and, you know, that, does that play a factor into it too? And so now then there's, me, who's going into a quote-unquote demonic house, and I'm falling asleep on the floor. Um, you know, there's, you know, like um, Monroe House in Indiana. I felt quite comfortable there, too, where, you know, other investigators were feeling, you know, nervous and scared. And that, you know, that was um, in the road trip, um, not in this book. Um, and then Richard had wrote about it in Under Dark Ground. But, yeah, I mean, is it, is it possible that the building does, it feeds on who it's going to get more more out of? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. If this one's just going to sleep through the night, why is it going to pick on me, you know? <laughs> right, right. Yeah, because, I mean, I've been to locations where one person will have tons of activity, and then my other friends, 
won't have anything happen to them. And it's like the same location on the same evening. And I'm like, huh. Okay. Are we in the same place? Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, ex- exactly. One person's bored, one person's having stuff and what is, mm-hmm. what's going on. I mean, we've had where, um, I've left, I have left a location. I've gone home. Like it's, or I've had a flight to catch, and things happen after I leave. And I'm like, what was it waiting for me to leave? Like, what is going on here? So, mm. yeah, that is annoying. Um, had that happen, had that, that happened a couple times. So, don't know. Don't know if I, I'm just a bug kill to the ghost. But, <laughs> but it's not like now. I suppose you can only interview them. Right. Yeah, that's definitely something, because uh, I've heard of this too. I've heard of people being blockers, so to speak. And I myself have experienced, me, you know, my me blocking activity. And that was for more personal reasons. And sorry, skeptics. I mean, I'm going to bring this up. But um, usually that happens when my mom is around and I have to tell her to take a step back. Um, and then activity will start back up. So it's, it's a little interesting when that happens. Um, like, like when I was at the cabin on 360 and there was supposedly this um, really evil entity in like the, in the um, Elliot house and I wasn't getting anything. And it was just like a, mm-hmm. excuse the pun, a dead zone. Um, yeah. And finally I had to be like, okay, just shot in the dark, mom, you can back off. It's okay. Like I'm fine. It's okay. Um, and then about maybe 15, 20 minutes later, things started to pick up. So um so when that happens, I kind of wonder, I'm like, oh, is this like my, my paranormal bouncer, you know, AKA my mom, like coming in and being like, no, you're, no, this isn't, this is not happening tonight. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I've, um, I've actually had the same thing where my, um, my grandmother, where it's like, my husband will have to say like, did you tell Oma to stay here? It's like, yeah. Cause yeah. I mean, is, is that a possibility where, She's coming in and saying, no, you're not messing with my granddaughter. And, yeah, so that's, I mean, it's it's very plausible. I mean, who are we to say that that's, that is or it isn't happening? Like you just said, it's like you set that boundary and things started happening. It is. It's a little annoying sometimes, um, but I have to remember, like, it's my mom being a mom. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, it's, 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 Yep. So it's like I can't I can't necessarily get mad about it. Um, maybe a little annoyed, yes. But um, <laughs> yeah. So especially when you know, granted, the cabinet 360, I wasn't paying a ton of money to be there. But if I was at some place like Waverly Hills or Trans Allegheny, where I'd be paying at least a hundred bucks to be there, I'd be like, Mom, you're not invited. <laughs> like, yeah. Like even if there's yeah, a demon trying hundred. to possess me, this is what I paid for. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Yeah. No. I. Uh, I. I have a group going away really here in a couple of months, and uh, no, my Oma is going to be staying in Colorado. She. Uh, she can come visit me any other time she wants, and no, I put good money into that one. Mhm. Yep. Yep. Um. So on that note, um. So we have about five-ish minutes left. Um. Uh-huh. Which location did you have? like the hardest time sleeping or if you even slept at all? The hardest time sleeping. 
probably trying to I've got my cheaters of my some chapters. I'm like fifteen, I can't right click call them off the top of my head. Uh probably it would be a toss up between the Plaza Hotel, um, in Las Vegas, New Mexico, or Malvern Manor. But that would just be more or less for comfort. I couldn't say that that was, I mean, I could always throw out that, ooh, it was ghosts. I mean, it was weird in the plaza, and I put this in the, and I hit this in the book. It was freezing, 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 freezing. We were there in February, and we were sleeping in full clothes, full winter gear, um, thermometers, like, up to 96, and it's freezing in our room. Uh, so could say, hey, that's paranormal, could say, hey, we got a leak in our room. It's hard to tell. Told staff at the front they didn't seem to, you know, they seemed indifferent. Um, Malvern was more or less because my air mattress decided to deflate in the middle of the night. And I was sleeping on the floor. So, oh, so yeah, that lame. One, yeah, that's what I get for getting a cheap air mattress. So... But, uh, oh, dang. All right. Yeah, no, I, yeah. That one I purposely slept with, like, my head down towards, like, the Shadow Man hallway. Nope. Nope. It was, it was your mattress. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I invested in a more expensive air mattress, and it's, like, a full-size air mattress, and it mm-hmm. has, like, the two layers of mattress and, like, the inflatable headrest. I mean, I went totally bougie on my, on my air I've got to do that. Oh, yeah, so I ended up feeling like nice. So well. I got a nice, nice uh, sleeping bag finally. Um, but uh, yeah, the air mattress, eh, it's it's got to be something. Yeah, yeah. Well, I agree, especially with some of these locations where they're not. Not that they're not well maintained, but some of them are a little dirty. Um, <laughs> I'd rather be as far away from the floor as I can. Sure. Yeah. 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 You, you don't. I mean. You don't want to bring home extra travelers, not just at the spiritual time. Exactly. Exactly. Um, Awesome. So where can people find your book and where can people uh, follow you on social media and all that good stuff? Sure. So I am currently under – so my handle is kind of weird for Twitter – um, spooky unicorn, so S P zero zero K Y U N I C O seven N. You can also find me under Alex, of course. And um, but I don't have anything on Facebook yet. But I've been promoting underneath my um, paranormal team, which is Cheyenne Mountain Paranormal Investigators on Facebook. Um, oh, and my book, Sleeping Among Spirits, is available on um, Amazon. It is in paperback and Kindle format. Nice. Awesome. Um, and uh, you, I saw on your, on your Facebook that you have some events uh, coming up. Um, where, Just in case I have listeners everywhere around the world <laughs> and the United States, um, what are you up to for um, yeah, September? Uh, what are you up to for the rest of the year? So we have, well, I'll be doing a 
Um, I'll be doing a book signing on October 1st. So my team has a sold-out paranormal event at the Cripple Creek Jail, which is if you ever get out to Colorado and, um, well, first off, I would have to take you up to, um, I would have to guarantee, you know, you know insist on it. But uh, I'll, I'll outlaw in Lawman Jail, um, but 6 to 7 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, I am doing a book signing where I'll also have the Haunted Magazine and the Morbid Curious. Um, available for signing, and that is open to the public. Uh, let's see here. Um, October 22nd, 23rd, uh, we'll be at the Colorado Springs Oddities um, and Fear Fest. It's at the Colorado Springs Event Center. And um, it actually hasn't really been announced yet, but I'll go ahead and announce here. Um, it'll be soon coming out. Uh, we'll have another jail investigation. Um, so follow on Facebook on the Shine Mountain Paranormal page. Um, November 12th, there will be a five-hour investigation and limited tickets are available. Awesome. Great, Erin. Well, thank you so much for being on the show and um, congratulations on the new book. And I wish you all the success with, with its release. Yeah, thank you so much for having me on. This was fun. It went by way too fast. It totally did. I have to talk to Rob about extending this show. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, awesome. Um, well, have a good night, Aaron, and uh, hopefully we'll see you again soon on the Spooky Stuff Radio. All right. Have a good night. Thank you. All right, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. That was Aaron Taylor, author of Sleeping Among Spirits, Sleeping in the Nation's Most Haunted Locations. I'll see you all next week for another segment on Spooky Stuff Radio. And have a good night. Thank you for joining us for live paranormal radio from the paranormal to the unexplained it all happens here it all happens here looking to enhance your radio experience participate in our live video chat 24 7 with our live paranormal radio show host and other like-minded people live paranormal.com the only interactive social chat room supported by full interaction media stop by now and join the fun stop by now and join the fun